Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to The Hen House, the one podcast pre-recorded live in front of a canned studio audience. And here's your host, Jazz Chicken. Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, good, good evening, yes, good evening people, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another fantastic episode of The Hen House with me, Jazz Chicken, and today what you can expect is a bit of random news, ooh, <laughs> um, it, it's uh, in our style of a theme, because we would have had a, ra- a, um, a random guest, I suppose he would be random, <laughs> My brain is thinking faster than I could talk. Uh, we would have had a special guest today, but he couldn't make it. He had so many business trips, you know. Um, he had to go sell uh, Tamagotchis all around the world because we know how popular they are. Um, and alongside that, he had a side business with the cartel um, selling, um, you know, the, the cups cups and balls, cup and ball, you know, selling them. The cartel were mad for that. Um, so yeah, he couldn't make it make it here today. Um, but the reason for the shout out for him and for doing this little news section is because uh, he's a good friend of mine, uh, Tony Curran, uh, aka Act. Uh, I'm just reading from his website now. You can find his website. It's called the Larking Herald. This is something that he's made. He's kind of doing spoof news stuff. So if you want a bit more comedy, something funny to read, then head over to larkingherald.com. That's L A R King Herald Heach Heach. I can't talk today. H E R A L D.com. <laughs> um and you can read up on all the bizarre funny stuff you put on there. And uh, just to quickly say before I read your about me section and uh, talk a bit more about you. I mistook you for my uncle, <laughs> whose name is Anthony, and because I know you as Anthony, um, <clears throat> and you popped up, and I didn't read the surname, because it has your name and your surname, but I didn't read the surname, I just saw Anthony, and saw, oh, I've done this, and I was like, Anthony's being creative, oh my god, and he's like, hey, would you give me a shout out, I was like, yes, I will give you a shout out, not saying that I wouldn't have given you a shout out, because you weren't my uncle, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm an idiot, and didn't read things properly, and, um, and then you joined the Discord, and you became one of the cool cats in the jazz pad. And if you want to do that, you need to join a Discord. I'll uh, give you the, the link later in the pod. Uh, but yes, you joined that, and I was like, Anthony's joined the podcast. My uncle's joined us. So then I put a, a little note saying, oh, welcome. And then in brackets saying, you may or may not be my uncle, and trying to be a jokey thing. And then I read your surname, and I was like, oh, you're not my uncle. <laughs> Okay, I'll just delete that comment, shall we? <laughs> just forget that ever happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've done my own little news section, uh, but much to uh, my own sense of humor and imagination, you can pretty much expect it's not going to be anything too serious. I mean, it's a pretty serious subject, to be fair. And we'll get into it when we get into it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'm... You can obviously expect goofs and gaffs and me ripping the piss out of it. So, with the larking hair... Oh, no, I need to... Ugh, sorry, I'm... This is currently... 
I think we're into week two in the the whole country lockdown for coronavirus. So I don't know if by the time when this comes out, the lockdown has been lifted and everyone's now fine again. No one's mutated or anything. Um, So I'm still currently in lockdown and I'm working from home. So I'm not really seeing much of the daylight and I'm not really exercising because I'm lazy. And uh, yeah, so I'm pretty much going insane. Uh, I mean, I've got computer games and board games and everything, but... I need to move, you know? I need to to jump around. There have been times where I just stand up and randomly start jumping around because I need to get my body moving. Like, my fingers are really cold, and I think it's just because I'm not moving, but it is freaking freezing outside as well. I'm even sitting here with a face pack on as well, and I don't really wash my face all that often, mostly when I shower, Um, but I don't normally do this stuff, but I thought, stuff it, (laughs) let's just do it (laughs) live on the edge Uh, so what else can you expect obviously a continuation of a little story game is going really well we're just getting into the juicy bits and we left off on a puzzle last time so maybe maybe you got it right first try maybe not maybe there's a consequence waiting for you and we've also got some improv news so we've got our own little news on top of news so it's a very news related one but nothing on uh, for my for this pod, it's nothing on um, coronavirus or anything. I kind of want to stay away from that. Everyone's talking about it. I know nothing about it. I'm not a professional, so I'm not going to touch on it. We all know it's happening. We're in the lockdown. We're all having to stay inside and scrub ourselves frantically. So we know what's going on. So I'm going to tell you stuff, uh, something that you might not know has happened in many years. <laughs> Um, because I haven't just focused on one year, I focused on just in general, my topic. Um, that's pretty much what you can expect. So, delving straight into it headfirst, about the editor on thelarkingherald.com. You can also find him on Facebook, um, possibly on Twitter. He did mention that he didn't use, he didn't do Instagram because he doesn't take pictures all that much. I've got an Instagram, but I don't really take pictures that much. I kind of just put up funny things that I find rarely. So if you're interested to see stuff on there. Also, I'm a big fan of Fallout, so I do put a lot of Fallout stuff on there, and I'm painting uh, Fallout Wasteland Warfare stuff, so I tend to put my paintings on there. Uh, So go head over to jazzchicken87 on Instagram. You can also find me on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter. I don't understand Twitter. I, I'm not one to really talk about what is on my head at that moment in time, wherever and whenever. <laughs> I tend to just either save it all up for a pod or just don't say anything. <laughs> I just don't talk. Um, I don't know what it is. When I talk, my nose runs. I think the, the deep, booming reverberations within my gullet is <laughs> shaking my nose and causing all the snot to come loose. Mmm, lovely. So, heading back to the topic at hand at thelarkingherald.com. Tony Curram, a.k.a. Acton... Actoni Murray. Actoni Murray. Acton... You see what he did there, eh? Eh? You get the joke? <laughs> yeah, you get the joke. Because he's a mermaid. <laughs> he's a writer at the Larking Herald. Uh, he first started writing under the handle uh, Acton Murray, which the astute of you will have already noticed 
is an anagram of his name. Really? Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Ah, oh, spoilers. Why? Because putting your name to something is scary. It gives ownership, responsibility, and makes it very, very real. Two varies there. However, after some time dabbling uh, with my satire and writing several short stories, I'm ready to begin seeking professional freelance work, producing content for other media. Sorry, I'm making, <laughs> making you sound really <laughs> annoying now. However, at some time dabbling with my satire and writing several short stories, I'm ready to begin seeking professional freelance work, producing content for other media outlets, or who knows, maybe a book. <laughs> the world's my oyster. Tony Curb, coming December 15. <laughs> In a cinema near you. <laughs> Rated R. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah that's a little bit about him i know i <laughs> i i'm so, i apologize now tony i mean what did you expect it is me to be fair <laughs> <laughs> the guy who always has a smile on his face and when he's daydreaming is so deadpan and looks miserable as sin <laughs> i know that i look like that majority of the time i daydream a lot and when i daydream i go proper deadpan and maybe I have a creepy smile on my face depending what I'm thinking about. Which is normally just comedy stuff or stand-up shows that I've recently watched or something and it's popped back into my head and I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's just quietly giggling to myself. Um, and if you head to his site... Oh, I just accidentally closed out of it. About the Larking Herald. Welcome. Please don't sue us. No, seriously, here in the Lurking Herald. <laughs> I may as well keep the accent, right? I may as well keep it going. Seriously, here in the Lurking Herald, we turn the day's news and celebrities and produce satire intended for comedic effect. Although at times, there may be a point to our meanderings, or even a grain of truth. No story is to be taken at face value, or seriously. Seriously. Yeah, it's too seriously there. Super serious. We're a small team that's new to blagging, so if you've enjoyed what you've seen and would like to see how it develops, then please subscribe below or even buy the writer a brew or buy the writer a brew. He needs it and a shower too, cause he stinks like poo. That bit's not in it, but <laughs> I threw that bit in. <laughs> So obviously he's been a bit more serious there and I kind of took a stupid spin to it. Um, but yes, definitely go check it out. I've seen a couple of them. I actually thought it was... Um, he's done it very professionally because um, when I first stumbled upon it on Facebook, <clears throat> I think I stumbled upon it first before you invited me to like your page. And I looked into it and read it and I, was, I thought it was just like the, the normal stuff that gets passed around on Facebook. So, you know, that's, that's kudos there. You made it look top-notch and professional you know i didn't think oh it's what's this <laughs> i was like oh it's a it's a silly thing facebook has passed my way um so you can see stuff about um let's let's read some of these titles shall we isolations just like christmas claims man eating bowl of celebrations for breakfast uh shower hell for father of four as he leaves bathroom door unlocked oh is that a true story is that a true story eh 
why can't I work from home all the time? asked man on third beer of the day. Thank fuck for that, says Planet. PM's first cabinet address from isolation, a disaster. Escape freezes on PM's sex face. And there's much more, so I'll read the, I'll just read, the, I'm not going to read all of them out, okay? It was a bit, <laughs> a bit boring, and then there'll be no point of you even going to, to the website, because I've already read it to you. And the last one is, panic as coronavirus jumps species barrier, infecting prime ape. And there's Boris Johnson with his thumbs up going, I'm a prime minister. I'm prime minister. <laughs> I'm Boris Johnson. And I've got coronavirus. <laughs> and so, yeah, so definitely go check it out. There's a little shout out for you there. And um, I, I guess our special guest section, he couldn't join us. I didn't invite him, to be fair. But, you know, he was on a business trip, right? So there was no point inviting him. So just, you're going to have to accept it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, right? I'm, I'm, I'm so... Uh, <laughs> I need to get out of the house. <laughs> now, on that note, it does bring me to our subject of the day. Our little news story, as it were. And so what I've been doing, in um, inspired by the Larking Herald, uh, is that... I've been looking around for all the reported objects found in people's bumholes. <laughs> because reasons. <laughs> so everything that has put, been like x-rayed, scanned inside people's rectums, and then obviously operated on to remove the, the foreign object. And um, I found approximately 108 items I'm sure there's more, um, but Google seems to mostly focus on a select few. So I actually had to try different words like bottom and butt and rectum and just smuggled. I had to use the word smuggled because none of them mentioned drugs. And I was like, I'm pretty sure people have shoved drugs up there, but I'm pretty sure they have. <laughs> so I was like, okay, how about smuggled? And it started going to more... Stuff found at airports and people trying to smuggle stuff in. It's like, ah, here we go. <laughs> here we go. And um, rather than reeling off the list and just saying everything and then maybe making a side joke about it, I tried to be a bit more energetic, a bit more creative. And uh, so the first thing, naturally, with me that came to mind was the Pokemon rap the Kanto Pokemon rap. And now, if you don't know what that is and you've never watched the original Pokemon cartoons, head over to YouTube and put in Pokemon Kanto rap. And I'm not talking about, like, a rap that you eat at lunchtime. I'm talking about a rap that is a song where some guy talks and there's music behind it. Because <laughs> that's basically what a rap is. poetry with music behind it. <laughs> uh, I just want to double-check that it is... Kanto Pokemon. Okay, Kanto Pokey Rap. Yeah, that one brings it up. And the top one is Original Pokey Rap. So Kanto, K A N T O, Poke Rap, P O K E R A P. Just to make sure you're spelling it correctly. So that's the original rap, just to give you an idea of what it will be like. And now, it's not anything clever. It's not a fantastic rap. The rap is basically 
they start off talking and then they just name every Pokemon. That's all they do. <laughs> That's the rap. <laughs> it's basically them just going like Bulbasaur, Charizard, uh, Diglett, Pikachu, Electabuzz, Tangler, Ditto, Mewtwo, that kind of like that. And they make they try to rhyme at the end. Um, but with my objects, I did try and make them rhyme. Um, however, they're they're just random objects, so it was very difficult with some of them to actually make them rhyme. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't have anything that rhymes with this. So I had to rejig some of them. Um, but yes, I did it in the style of the Pokemon Canto rap, uh, which I will play to you very shortly. There was at least. 108 items, just want to put that back out there, just to let you know. <laughs> um, if you have any queries, that's it, because it does play, it does go quite fast, uh, so you could either listen to it again, really listen to the words I'm saying, because no doubt you're going to miss some of them. Um, but yeah, there's some really interesting items. So just to really specify that every item I reel off is found inside Another man or woman's bum. Okay? They're all found in your rectum. Here we go. With <laughs> what I call the rectum wrap. Okay, guys. I got some stuff right up my butt. You just bend over. I'll take care of pulling them out. Let's get it on. Really love to shove things up my butt, but the hardest part is getting them back out. Cigarettes, light bulb, pint glass, billy ball, doorknob, bedpost, telescope, tennis ball, coffee lid, spray paint, glasses, shower head, alive rat, shot glass, banana, chicken egg. You have to dig in deep to get them out, but don't call me a creep, you don't know what I'm about. Cassette tape, anal bead, crayon, razor blade, hamster, crystal meth, soldering iron, candy cane, toy car, lip Bomb, needle using crochet, tin peach, small fish, impulse body spray. Shove them, shove them, gotta shove them all. Gotta shove them all up my bum. House keys, dental floss, ice pick, spatula, oranges, a coupon, marijuana, shampoo bottle, baby bottle, jewelry, aubergine, concrete, revolver, model, submarine. Gotta shove them all, gotta shove them all. Wow, gotta shove them all, gotta shove them all. Yeah, gotta shove them all up my butt. Buzz Lightyear, Oxycodone, Glue from a Glue Gun, Bullet Shell, Salsa, Newspaper, Condom, A Shop Receipt, Pens, 30, Magnets, Candles, Strings, 78 Pieces of Cutlery. I mean, how the hell do you fit 78 pieces of cutlery up your backside? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Carry on. At least 108 or more to see so I'm curious to know what else is inside of me coke bottle, beer bottle, toothbrush, dildo, egg beater, gas can, pencil, potato, a doll's arm, cucumber, love, egg, coffee jar, beef soup, an entire peanut butter jar entire peanut butter jar, entire peanut butter jar, peanut butter jar, peanut butter jar, peanut butter jar right up my butt sorry I got, I got carried away Homemade Lego butt plug, tongs on a mobile phone, cooking knife, wine bottle with a coat, hanger combo, toy lizard, flip knife, axe handle, napkin ring, turtle, a razor, syringes, heroin! Shove them, shove them, gotta shove them all, gotta shove them all up my bum! Whoa, careful, your elbow deep there! I've almost got them out, just 26 more to go! Those are jammed right in there, so dig in real good! Gotta shove them all, gotta shove them all, yeah! Gotta shove them all up my butt! 
pigstail, scissors, cocaine, salt shaker, wristwatch, gold, matches, phone charger, corks, golf balls, gerbils, barbie, chalk, screwdriver, stylus, salami, toy ballerina, a live explosive round, carrots, flashlight, 100,000 pounds. And the final two stuck inside of me is a silicon fist and some apples you see. <coughs> 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 Sorry. So singing that, <laughs> singing that decided to close my throat at the end there. <laughs> Tried not to die. I managed to get to the end of it. <clears throat> but yeah, there you have it. There you have it. The rectum rap, everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Now I realised as I was doing it, um, there were a few. Like, I'm just going to do two passages in the song. Because I felt like it either went too quick or it was mumbled. And I kind of had to try and... I tried to focus on saying it properly, but then I was also so focused on keeping everything on beat <laughs> and getting through it all. Um, so I'll just say the ones that I believe were difficult to hear. Um, but if you have any queries, then obviously join our Discord. Um, and stay tuned for that link. I don't have it to hand right now. Um, but I'll get it up, stay tuned, listen to the pod, and I'll give you that Discord link. And um, if you have any queries of what was said, then please ask, and I will let you know <laughs> of the items found in people's butts. So one passage that I felt like was a little bit difficult to fully hear. There was Buzz Lightyear. The Buzz Lightyear toy was found in someone's butt. Uh, oxycodone. Glue from a glue gun. And, and so it, it originally said adhesive and basically his his innards were glued together and he needed <laughs> he needed to go to hospital pretty bad uh, very urgently and then they found out that it was glue from a glue gun so yeah I don't know why he decided to shove uh, the the glue gun up his butt and squirt it in <sighs> That just sounds so bad. The image in my head right now. Uh, and I'm not just imagining him with a big grin on his face with a glue gun up his bum. I'm I'm imagining internally. And it's not nice. <laughs> um, then there was bullet shells. Salsa. And now uh, the salsa, we're not talking about just the actual the, the salsa sauce. We're talking about a whole jar of salsa up gone up there. Um, so it's not just someone scooped out salsa and then put it in a, like a little funnel and, <laughs> and then funneled it into his bum. Uh, no, he shoved the old jar in there. Uh, a newspaper. That's one way of reading your news, I guess. <laughs> a condom, which is okay, fair enough. Shop receipt. <laughs> uh, pens, 30 magnets, candles, string... And 78 pieces of cutlery. Now that's impressive if you're going to fit 78 pieces of cutlery up there. And looking at the x-ray image, it looked like it was deep in there. It didn't look like any piece of cutlery was poking out. Why? No idea. Um, maybe it was a Guinness Book of Records thing. <laughs> how many how many cut pieces of cutlery can you shove up your ass? <laughs> and the other one I felt like was difficult to say we had a homemade Lego butt plug 
someone used gaffer tape and Lego bricks to make their own butt plug. But uh, we all know what Lego is. It hurts just by stepping on one brick, let alone building a blocky butt plug out of Lego. Probably that's why you use the gaffer tape to try and smooth those edges. <laughs> My God, man, that must have been painful. Uh, a set of tongs uh, and a mobile phone. So that was together. Tongs and a mobile phone. Um, I'm guessing they used the tongs to try and get the mobile phone out. Be a bit weird trying to use a mobile phone to get some tongs out. <laughs> uh, a cooking knife. Yeah. And I'm not talking just like um, a bread knife or um, like your normal cutlery set you, you know the knife that you have at the dinner table this is like um so it has the handle and it's like a thick blade right by your hand which then thins out into the the small tip of the blade so it was quite a chunky blade <clears throat> that he shoved up his bum uh, a wine bottle and a coat hanger combo uh, that one was definitely difficult to say so obviously someone shoved the wine bottle up there and thought oh wait you don't drink wine like that, do you? Oh, crap. Oh, and I was being greedy as well. I didn't save any for my friends. I need to get the bottle back out. So then they used a coat hanger to try and hook it out. And the coat hanger kind of got hooked on their innards. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the coat hanger got stuck. <laughs> so they had a wine bottle and a coat hanger stuck up their bum. <laughs> and then you had a toy lizard. Uh, a flip knife. Open, not closed. Uh, an axe handle, a napkin ring, so what you see at restaurants, the little ring that holds the napkin, uh, a turtle, I can only imagine it was a either a, a baby turtle or a toy turtle, but it didn't specify toy, it just said a turtle, so if it was a giant turtle, I would be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that person's got the, the, the arse of a clown's pocket uh, an eraser so obviously a rubber syringes and of course heroin so those were the two lines that I felt like I mumbled or was difficult to say um, if you want to listen to all of them again then listen to the song again <laughs> it, was, it was fun piecing it together in my mind and writing it down uh, but with that said, let's let's just get on to something a bit better now, shall we? Something a bit more interesting. So get your pens and papers and pencils and dice ready. Uh, keep it to one hand, because now we're delving into the Wandering Mountain. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, this is a podcast adventure game that you guys at home, you listeners, can take part in. That's right. And uh, if you would like to understand the rules, if you'd like to take part, then head over to episode 4, and the timestamp is 12.20, and that will give you a clear recap of the rules. I say clear because I tried to explain the rules in the very first pod, and I waffled on, and my notes were a bit all over the place, so I had to script myself. To start this story from the very beginning, then you'll want to head over to pod 2. Our second podcast is where we started this adventure from. If, for whatever reason, you don't wish to start the adventure from the beginning, 
and you want to start from here and now, uh, then mark on your character sheet the episode that you started on. So then if you do feel the need to share your experiences, we want you to tell us what episode you started from. <laughs> because it, it will be a bit weird, like bragging how brilliant you did at the game when you started the game at the very end <laughs> or halfway through, whereas everyone else had been starting from the beginning. So you see where I'm coming from there. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to prevent cheating, but I know it's difficult. I can't. There's not much I can do. So if you could please be honest <laughs> and just put on your character sheet the episode that you started on, that would be wonderful. And when you share, I guess, tell us the episode you started on, because <laughs> it's, it's all well and good writing it down, but you don't actually have to tell us, do you? Just, you know what I'm, I'm trying to get you to be honest, it's difficult, it really is. <laughs> I have to trust you. <laughs> anyway, on with the story. Welcome back, traveller, to the Wandering Mountain. If you remember where we left off, you listeners have been split into two possible groups. One taking the higher path who made it to the other side of the bridge and fought the black spider. And the other who fell down the bridge, splashing into shallow waters below, nearly being eaten alive by giant black leeches. You were both left with a puzzle, a conundrum. For those of you who took the higher path and fought the spider, you were left with the options of turning keys. Each key had hieroglyphs beside it, reading, preserve life, cleansed by light, elevate from death, born from darkness. You were advised to write down which order you feel was the correct order to turn the keys. The correct order to turn these keys is born from darkness, cleansed by light, preserve life, elevate from death. If you were incorrect, you fumble around turning the keys in different orders trying many different outcomes. You don't know how much time passes, but you do know when you are hungry. Lose one provision, and then eventually, you succeed. It was only a matter of time. You hear a massive clunk. The doors reverberate. Dirt and grit puff into the air as the stone doors grind open, moss torn in half, as light spills in all around you. It takes you by surprise, your eyes in tuned with the darkness are now blinded temporarily. For the second team who fell down below, you were given the option of four symbols. A skull, a sun, an ankh, and a moon. The correct order in which to insert these stone slabs is moon, sun, ankh, and skull. 
For those of you who guess incorrectly, you suffer the same penalty, stumbling around trying to find the correct order, using one provision. Much like the first team, it was only a matter of time. You would notice there is a resemblance between both riddles. The moon, linking with born from darkness. The sun, linking with cleansed by light. The ankh, a symbol of life, linking with preserve life. And of course the skull, linking with elevating from death. As the stone doors grind open for the second team down below, you are somewhat taken at surprise by the light, however it is not as blinding as the first team. Being at a lower level it doesn't assail your senses so aggressively. Ahead of you is a broken pathway. It opens up at first, but then closes down to a very thin ledge which hugs the wall. There is a giant chasm. The room is immense. High up above you see stalactites, and what could only be bats fluttering about. But that is not all. To your top right is an immense sight. A castle, carved out of the very rock itself. But this is no ordinary rock. The castle is made from quartz stone. You're not entirely sure where the sunlight is coming from, if any. But this quartz castle lights up the chamber. Something magnificent. It's almost magical. You feel slightly adazed and hypnotized by such a sight. Who built this? How long has it been here? You heard no stories of a quartz castle in or out of a mountain. The history books do not mention anything like this. The only way forward is to try and shimmy along this narrow pathway to the other side. Sheepishly, you test the ledge, placing your foot gently down to see if it can withstand your weight. It seems stable enough, your heel resting on the ledge while your front half of your feet dangle over the edge. You cannot help but look down, and all you see are jagged rocks. Surviving a fall from this height would be impossible. Let's hope you can hold your composure long enough to maintain balance on this narrow ledge. Test your skill. If you succeed, you make it halfway across the ledge, before arriving at a deep crack within the walls of the cave. If you fail, test your skill one last time. If you succeed, one of your feet slips, but you manage to hold your composure and stop yourself from falling forwards. If you fail again, your own body disobeys you. The weight of your body pulls you towards death. Test your luck. If you are lucky, as you are falling, you manage to spin round fast enough to grab onto the edge, pulling yourself back up. On such a narrow ledge, you, it is a very difficult task, but be thankful you have made it alive. If you have failed even your luck roll, then the gods do not favor you. 
Add one to your death count, for you have fallen down and shattered your body against the jagged rocks beneath. Respawn back at this entrance and try the test again. For a reminder, rewind the pod. For Team 1, you find the light intense, so intense that you turn around just to shield your eyes. Once you have gathered your focus, you slowly turn back, shielding your face to see what it is that is blinding you. Much to your amazement, it is none other than a giant quartz castle. As previously mentioned with Team 1, I might add. However, this castle is at full plain view. You're standing at the same level as the castle itself. The cave opens up to a large stone platform. The quartz drawbridge is shut, and you see no easy way across. But by the far edge is a large mound of bones. After further examination, you find these to be dragon bones. A dragon living here amongst a civilization who built a quartz castle. None of this makes any sense to you. It is then you begin to hear slight echoed voices in the distance. Could they be the residents for this castle? Or perhaps another band of adventurers? Reverting back to Team 2 as you stand at the halfway point. Looking deep into the crack, you notice a green shimmering light. As you focus on the energy, you begin to hear a faint hum which gets louder and louder. Your intuition alerts you of danger, and not a moment too soon. A flash of light sparks from the crack. A thunderous bolt of green lightning forks out of the wall and onto the corpse in front of Team One. Team One shielding their eyes from the immense power that burst towards them. And as they uncover their eyes, they stand paralyzed in fear. For standing in front of Team One is a great, ethereal dragon. It sits proudly and with purpose, staring right into your eyes. Examining your surroundings, you know there is nowhere to run. For surrounding you is nothing but a cliff edge, and heading back would be a waste of time. The bridge is broken. The exit caved in. Your only option is in front of you. But how do you kill what is already dead? For the listeners down below, clinging to dear life against a half-destroyed floor, the dragon stares at you too. You attempt to step across the gap and continue pressing forward, but as you do, the dragon blasts a green energy beam at the wall in front of you. Rocks tumble down as you cling for dear life. It occurs to you the dragon could have shot you if he wished, but it seems he gave you a warning shot. You are at a loss at what to do. Turning back now will be completely pointless, for you would be at a dead end. Your only option is to press forward. The dragon composes himself and begins to speak. You are not welcome. 
The children of Gaia shall not pass until her descendant has returned. Only those born from Gaia's love may enter the halls of Idlandia. Who are you? I am Eugene, Elder Dragon and Royal Guard of Iliandil, from an age long before your time. And you are not welcome. Heed my warning, Traveler, or die. what a cliffhanger that is we'll leave it there oh so not no, no big massive tests unless you are unfortunate enough to fall down that stairway and end up uh shimmering along the platform you had some danger there but team one you had a bit of a breather this time um but now we're we're leaving it up i am stopping the game here until this pod airs because i want you to send me your responses what do you want to ask uh eugen the elder dragon how are you going to proceed onwards how do you wish to move forwards from here um what are you going to ask the dragon if there's anything you wish to know ask it and maybe the dragon will assist maybe it will answer your questions or maybe you know oh, excuse me Maybe you could have uh, pushed the wrong buttons there and uh, you've now got some nasty consequences happening. But please, I'm now opening this one up uh, for any type of options. So I want your responses coming in. So please head over to Discord and join us uh, to give me your responses and your ideas and what you want to ask the dragon. How you wish, how are you going to get past this? You're, you're currently stuck. You cannot return. There, there was a big cave-in and the, your, your entrance is blocked off. And for those of you, Team 2, who fell down, you're just at a dead end. A watery dead end with some dead leeches. There's nowhere for you to go. There's nowhere for either of you to go. Sorry, my wrist just clicked there. So how are you going to push past this dragon and convince him that you have royal blood? That you are one of Gaia's children? You need to convince this dragon. So head over to Discord and send us your responses as if you were talking to the dragon or just what questions you want to ask. And the more the, the most interesting ones and the most popular ones, um, they will be used in the next game. So I'm really excited. This is I, I thought I'll go out on a limb here and just really open it up to just any kind of option or choice. Because the previous ones, I've been just setting directions for you. But now I'm going to open it up this one time uh, for all of you to get you all involved a bit more. Let's head over to Discord. H -W, uh, sorry, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash Discord dot gg forward slash capital c sky w capital s eight that's https colon forward slash forward slash discord dot gg forward slash capital c sky w capital s eight or you can head over and send me a private message on twitter at jazz chicken 87 send me a private message that's at jazz chicken 87 on twitter um, again, with the questions and what you feel, 
or what ideas you have in order to try and get past this and enter the quartz castle. But the drawbridge is up, so obviously this dragon needs to lower the drawbridge, or something needs to happen. But there was a mysterious conversation in the far distance as well, wasn't there? Could it be another adventurer? Could it be Gaia's children, the residents of this castle? Who knows? Who knows? It's all open. <laughs> so please send me in your decisions and your choices and your options, and it will shape the next game that we play. Oh, it's going to be... I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm going to have to wait a few weeks as well, <laughs> which is a pain. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good idea. If we can get you guys involved more, that would be amazing. Um, but now, without further ado, it's time for some improv news. Good morning. I'm Johnny Cundom, and here are tonight's news. Sandman, Blackgate Prison, and a washing machine... Tony Curram, Mosley Street, and a large wooden bear. It has been reported that the Sandman has escaped Blackgate Prison moments ago while the guards played tic-tac-toe in their office. Police urge anyone to speak up should they see the Sandman and have supplied us with a photo of the inmate. It should also be noted that this inmate had been in prison for 25 years and was stationed there for life. The crimes that he committed were more of a mild inconvenience, but caused so much mayhem across the globe that he needed to be sorted out. He would often break into your homes at night as you slept, creep up on you, and then throw sand into your face, giggling like a schoolgirl and jumping out of the window. It may not sound like much, but breaking an entry and having to replace all those windows, and some people have been left permanently blind due to the bits of sand going behind their eyeballs. We provide you the photo now that the police have supplied us. I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm now just being told that as this is a podcast, uh, the listeners cannot actually see the photo. So I can only describe to you what he looks like. He is a man about... Mm, yay high... He's not, he doesn't seem thin or emaciated. I mean, he's not fat. He's, he's about average, I'd say. Um, when you see him, he looks like one of those people you want to punch. A uh, little bit like a twat. He looks like someone who'd throw sand in your eyes. On an interesting turn of events, if you should hear the Sandman song, it generally means that he is nearby. For a reminder of the listeners at home, we will play that tune for you now, so you know what to listen out for. I'm uh, sorry. It seems I'm being told now that I cannot play that either, because if I play it, it would mean danger for everyone else, because the Sandman would technically be nearby. In which case, I, I guess I will have to sing the tune to you, um, but... Oh, singing, singing even counts too. Okay, I will say the tune to you, and hopefully you will recognize it. Bum 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 Mr. Sandman.
<laughs> From the report that went to court all those years ago, the victim often complained that the Sandman did not even bring him a dream, but instead brought him a washing machine. He wasn't quite sure how the Sandman got the two confused, other than the fact that it rhymed. But off the top of my head, there was nowhere else I could even fit in the washing machine in this weird story. News just in, a bar fight has broken out in Mosley Street at a pub named Brewski between a man and a large wooden bear. It is reported that the attacker's name is Tony Curran, none other than the writer for the Larking Herald. We are unsure as to what exactly broke down, but the fight is horrific. Here is footage. Yes, yes I get it, they can't see it, but you can at least play it so they can hear it. Oh you fucking, you, you fuck up, I'm gonna shoot stupid bear, you, I'm rocking you chump, you goddamn fucking, you stupid fucking bear, you are stupid, I wouldn't bear. What a shocking display for my most lovable character. That bear has been at the Brewski for 75 years, longer than the Brewski has even existed. It is said that the Brewski built around the large wooden bear, and such an assault on a lovable character is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> that is all we've got time for. I'm Johnny Comdon. Good night. <laughs> and there we have it <laughs> it brings us to the end of the podcast i know i know i had a lot of fun with this one but sadly it's that time again and so i give you our random fact of the day the kazumazu is a sardinian cheese it is matured beyond all recognition and then seasoned with live maggots <laughs> The maggots eat the mould around the cheese, and thus giving it a soft, creamy texture, which is pretty much the vomit from the maggots, because they use that to help digest their food. And uh, customers can request to either leave the maggots on the cheese, or have them removed, because some people like the maggots on them, that have bits of mouldy cheese in their bellies. It's disgusting. It's absolutely revolting. Google it. Kasumazu. C-A-S-U-M-A-R-Z-U. Read up about it. It's gross. It's disgusting. And apparently it's really expensive. It's an acquired taste. Oh, I wonder why. Because <laughs> it's revolting. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... Thank you for listening to The Hen House. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>